0: Welcome to another episode of the Professionally Depressed Podcast. I'm your podcaster, Anthony DeFrancia, and uh, we're going to continue on uh, what I started last week, which is acting like I know things in life and giving you, my listeners, uh, life advice uh, if you need it. Uh, Again, I've been kind of writing down the things that I've been learning. I got a few pages here. Uh, Some of them I'm going to skip because they really only apply to things that I've learned about myself um, and don't really apply to other people uh, in a way that I think they would find useful. So uh, before we get into that, i just get a quick uh, kind of... Uh, synopsis of kind of uh, what I've been up to lately I went to like the pride fest uh, in Seattle here which was uh, entertaining to say the least I uh, went with a couple friends and I'm not a member of the uh, LGBTQ I a plus community um, but it is like a you know it's a, got a good environment good vibes you go with friends you know there's music and food and you know um you're showing out for support kind of thing so that was a good time uh last night i went to a uh an all-white dj uh party thing and it was all white the the exact description is an all-white after party with dj hitman and it sounded cool to me. Um, and all-white parties, I've been to like some, on like uh, usually on cruise ships. Uh, I think I've been to a couple uh, when I've gone on cruises. That's the only time I've really seen them. Uh, but the all-white is, you know, it, it's just playing music, uh, usually hip-hop. And you just wear, you know, your outfit is just all-white. And I was, like, joking with my friends before, because I'm white. I don't know if you could tell by listening to me, but I am white uh in my complexion of my skin colors Uh, (coughs) um but uh i uh i was joking with my friends that uh and i was on a date and i was joking with her and she's a i was on a date with a a african american uh lady and i was joking with her that i was going to this all white party and i was like well yeah i mean i assume it's they're talking about the clothes and that it's not a whites only party, because that's a whole different thing, and we were like, ha ha ha, hearty har, you know, I mentioned it to a few people throughout the day, and then I went, and it ended up being an, uh, not a, not a whites only party, but an, uh, I was the only white (laughs) party, (laughs) and there's no hyperbole, 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 or exaggeration in that statement, I was in a room with uh, over a hundred plus people and I was the only white guy except the bartender the bartender was a white lady and the server there was a server that was a white lady and that's about it so I was still the only white guy which is uh, I I only bring it up because I think a lot of uh, obviously not other white people are having that experience at least in that setting and do you know how I know that? Because I was the only white person <laughs> there. So they don't... I know that every white person I meet is, doesn't have that experience. And uh, yeah, I have nothing like, you know, uh, uh, like uh, profound or like complex to say about it. I just uh, thought it was funny that... Uh, I, I guess nobody likes... All white, like black people. They love it. Um, but I had a good time, you know, there was plenty of uh, stuff going on. Ladies, there was. I'm just gonna share this story real quick uh, from last night because I try to be a good guy, uh, which ends up uh, being something that probably doesn't help me a lot of times probably be better if I was like a worse guy as far as like getting what I want out of uh life and people. But I try to be a good guy. And so I was dancing and I like dancing. So I'm out on the dance floor and I I take center stage. I just move and groove and do my thing, feel the the, the rhythms of Snoop Dogg and uh those guys who they, who who sing, uh, I put five on it. They let their music flow through my veins and channel it uh, into sweet, sensual movements. And so, <laughs> so there, you know, there's ladies that come through. Um, one lady, uh, you know, she's maybe in her forties. She had she was a, a, a again. I guess I don't have to say because they're because I'm the only white person. It was a black lady. Right? And she comes up and she just walks dead front and center, dead center stage, and just walks up and then, like, is inches from me and just rubbing the front of her, you know, pretty much rubbing her breasts on my uh, breasts. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. And then she turns around and then uh, rubs her booty upon my cr- crotchiest uh, region. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool, too. And then she just walks away. And I didn't know if I was supposed to do something there. Cause that happened a couple of times where ladies like it happened more than once. I I was like the first lady who had the you know, the chutzpah to just walk up and uh, you know, take a take a shot. But uh it happened a lot, so <laughs> I uh I, I did but they didn't like stick around which was kind of disappointing for me so uh maybe you guys could give me advice if you are uh, a member of the dance club uh party community and you know okay when she comes up and rubs her tits on your tits what you gotta do is you know you do this certain you gotta invite her for a drink or something i don't know because that's something else i learned uh (laughs) That's not on my list, but well that is on my list, but it's only something that pertains to me. It's cuz like most of my like talking to ladies and socializing uh is done in bar settings, right? And I am uh I I'm a decent conversationalist, I'll say. I know how to get people talking about themselves at the very least and I know you know I could be funny from time to time, I'd like to think. Um, and I'm like kind of weird and quirky which is why I, you know I feel like doing this podcast because I think I have a unique uh, point of view on a lot of things but I'll be talking to a lady and we both have like our respective drinks and I'll be like you know we'll be vibing I'll be like oh this is cool and then I'll be like you know she'll be like leaning her head in her hand Her eyes are fluttering, listening to my horse shit. (laughs) And then I'll be like, all right, well, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get another drink. And (laughs) I learned uh, from one of my friends that that is not the way to go about it. I guess, I guess if you, if once I start talking to a lady, if I get a drink, I automatically buy her a drink, which I guess is fine. Um, but at the same time, like, what, I'm going to buy, I'm going to spend money on you when I've been only been talking to you for an hour? Like, I've gone on dates where I don't even pay for the dates. Not because I can't afford it, just because I'm like, what, what are you, like, what are we, <laughs> what are you bringing me? What you, what kind, what, Jesus, dude. What are you bringing to the table here? Um, uh, I don't know, maybe that's a bad <laughs> point of view. Maybe that's pretty toxic, I don't know. Well, I'll work on it. Um... But back to what I wanted to bring up. So I so ladies feeling up on me. I don't know what to do about it. And it's usually, like, it was, I was maybe also one of the younger people there. Because there was a lot of people over their 40s. Like, I was wearing some, like, Air Jordan shoes with my all-white outfit. And a lady says, oh, my son has those shoes. And her son was only five. Which, I didn't know how to feel about that. I told her that, because if a five-year-old's wearing my shame shoes, like, either that five-year-old is, like, uh fly beyond his years, or I dress like a child. <laughs> it's the only explanation, but she was with a friend, and she was like, oh, yeah, my daughter would wear something like that. You are good. And I was like, how old's your daughter? And she's like, oh, in her, you know, mid-20s. I'm like, shit, that's how old I am. <laughs> but... Uh, I, the thing I wanted to bring up, that was just a, you know, side, all those were just side tangents. The thing I wanted to bring up, going back to, I think I'm a good guy, despite what I just, uh, despite whatever you might think, I guess that's what I think, and I was dancing out there, that's where we were, right, I was dancing, and this like, uh, gorgeous, Uh, Girl, probably like mixed race. She just had this long, like down to like her butt, like curly hair, uh, like freckles all over her face. She was uh, she was adorable, Uh, really cute. And there was this guy like talking to her, which is fine, that happens. But she would like he'd be talking to her, and then he would kind of feel up on her, and then she would push away and walk away, and then he would go after her. Talk to her, feel up on her, and she push away and walk away. And so I'm just seeing this out of my periphery while I'm getting uh, funky with it, right? And she's with a friend, and her friend is following her, is like, you know, standing two feet away when he's feeling up on her. And then she uh, walks away, and her friend follows her when she walks away. And so uh, I catch her friend, and... I'm like hey is this dude like are you guys cool with him or is he like making you uncomfortable and her friend said uh yeah he kind of is yeah he's being a little too much so I I put on my big boy britches and I walk uh front center to this main and I'm like excuse me sir that's not what I said but I was like hey man what's up and he's like what's up and I'm like I think that you're, uh, you know, making these ladies uncomfortable. So I, I think you should probably stop what you're doing. And he just like doesn't even acknowledge. He just like pushes past me and goes after him and get, Like pushes past me to make a beeline to like talk to the ladies. Um, and then so I was like, okay, he's a lot larger than me, <laughs> and I don't want to fight this man. I'm not signing myself up. I'm trying to be a good guy, but I don't want to fight nobody. Um, so I go up to the, uh, the next largest man I see and I'm like, Hey man, can you help me out a little bit? He's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, there's this dude over here who's really making these ladies uncomfortable. Um, and like, I, I'm tried, I tried to do something about it, but I'm small and white. So there's only so much, there's only so far I could go. And he's like, okay, cool. So he walks over and he says something to him. And then I was like. Uh, and then I stepped in cause he was like, whatever. And then I stepped in to the girl and was like, Is you, you're okay with him. Uh, like you're, he's not making you uncomfortable and she's, and she didn't say no, but she said, I think you should just go over there. And then I was like, and she pointed to like two feet away and I was like, okay, I'll go over there. And then that was pretty much it. Uh, and then the dude was dancing. Or, not dancing, he was pretty much doing that uh, Pepe Le Pew routine all night long, <laughs> where... And everyone knows that Pepe Le Pew is the biggest rapist ever portrayed uh, on a cartoon, as far as I know. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was... So, she... Uh was talking to him for a lot of the night, but she also was kinda giving me these like uh these like vibes of like that she wanted me to like come talk to her. I don't know. I'm not good at reading those situations. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring it up because uh, I don't know if I <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if I was doing the right thing by like trying to make sure that she was comfortable with this strange mane who was being very handsy and a little uncomfortable, and he had this look in his eye, like, like, uh, yeah, like, "Mm," you know, tasty, you know, that kind of thing, um, and it was kind of, to me, as another guy, he had mad, creepy vibes, but that has never stopped a lady from, uh, buying their horseshit, either way, but, uh, I I don't know, but that kind of goes to one of the uh, you know, some of my life advice things, I'm still figuring this shit out, by the way, these are things I learn, some things I forget, which is why I wrote them down, some things I <coughs> still need to learn, so that's what we're working on, so uh, I guess that was a quick 10-15 minute story, To well, if you if you email, uh, I haven't gotten any questions yet, which I'm dying to know what uh people are thinking out there what their problems are cuz i only know my life and i know what's going on with me but what's you know what's, what's going on with you <laughs> um, but i would also if you you could also email me to be like hey dummy uh not you know the, you read the whole situation wrong you know this is not the way to go about it i guess i won't beat myself up too much over it I mean I had good intentions to keep the girl uh, you know, feeling safe and comfortable in this nightclub. Um but maybe I just misread it either way. Um but I had the best of intents, so maybe I won't beat myself up too much over it. Uh okay. So I don't remember exactly where I left off with the with Tony's life advice. We're on Tony's Life Advice Part two. Last week uh... i guess two weeks ago was part one so uh... we had a right so we're we had work to the best of your ability be good at what you do and pay attention to the people making money off of you knowing your worth lets you negotiate your terms of employment and or seek out a better position Then we had <clears throat> develop skills that people need and try to be the best at it and we had try hard no matter the circumstances and i think we had this one i think i talked a little bit about this uh, don't be unapologetically reactive to your emotions in a moment take time to evaluate why you are feeling something then communicate that to your partner friends co-workers so we're just going to continue on um next thing i got is don't be afraid of confrontation let your well-thought feelings be known be open to discussion. Be open to discussion on changes you or another person should make, but consider the source. So that is, um, I've been like afraid of confrontation for a while, like really wanting to just keep my head low and not stand out. Um, And confrontation is something that uh, demonstrates like your confidence in yourself. And usually people who have a problem with you, um if they are reasonable and talking about it usually they don't really have a problem like there's been plenty of times in my work uh career and outside where if someone is like i just hear tell that they have a problem with me for some reason because i I try to be just uh you know i don't have a problem with anyone in my life that i work with uh, other otherwise i just kind of do my own thing and. You know, whatever they do, I might have my opinions uh, of how they should act be- just because they're not me. But, you know, I tend to keep it to myself and not harbor any, like, negative feelings. You know, it's more, uh, I guess, a judgment than um, a, like, uh, 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 than, like, hatred or that kind of thing. So uh, when you have this feeling about someone and you feel like it's something that needs to be addressed, uh, then address it um cuz people have been had yeah again I've heard tell of uh, people having problems with me and then I'll come and be like hey man what's the deal why do you have a problem and then they'll usually back down or they'll say well yeah here's what my problem is and then that's where consider the source comes in because if it's someone that you respect and that you know uh, that you want them to like you, I guess, uh, and that you know they have a good, you know, sense of people, a good head on their shoulders, so to speak, then whatever they say they don't like about you, you might need to consider, um, you know, changing something about yourself, because, you know, sometimes we are, uh, we can be introspective people, just as people in general, um, And sometimes there is a lot going on with that introspection. Number one is sometimes we just can't see um, things that we might need to change about ourselves. Number two, sometimes we see too much of things that we need to change about ourselves, and it fucks with our self-esteem. And number three is a combination (laughs) where you can see Uh, a lot of things that you need to change about yourself, it makes you lose some self-esteem, but you just don't change it because you, uh, well, and then, like, you'll, like, convince yourself, well, uh, you know, all these things can't be wrong with me, so I guess none of these things are wrong with me, and then you just convince yourself that you're awesome the way you are, which none of you, newsflash, you, you, whoever you are, I don't care who you are. Uh I don't care what you have, I don't care what you know, where you're at in life. Um you probably you're not you probably have some things that aren't uh totally awesome about yourself. That's just what it is. Um which is, you know, good, but I just want to make that clear because there's some people like I'm, you know, perfect the way I am. No, you're not. Nobody is. <laughs> you have I mean, you should uh you know, you should be able to love yourself where you're at. Uh, but still be open to making changes if necessary. Um, and so that's where consider the source kind of comes in um, because if someone says something like my apprentice, for example, he was giving me like his uh, feedback, I guess, on my teaching techniques of the electrical. Uh, trade and I said to him like it's cool you can have your opinion but here's the thing is that I don't really need it (laughs) Um, and it's kind of like an asshole thing to say but here's the thing is that his like opinions are based off of like how he feels when I tell him to correct certain things or you know I guess the way I talk to him or the way I operate my work which is kind of like a no nonsense like one of the things he said is like oh like well these other coworkers when I work with them you know we joke around we kind of have fun or whatever uh, and I'm like well that's cool for them but they're not you know th- that's not my technique and I get paid more than them because that's not my technique um i am focused on the job i like like things done in a particular way i intentionally do things the best i can and so this is how we operate so like you're entitled to your opinion but i'm not going to take it into consideration but if it was somebody else that was in a higher position than me or you know and they're giving me feedback advice on how to operate better i would heavily at least consider it um because it's coming from someone who is in a higher position uh, and like a place that I would want to be rather than someone who um, is you know in a in a position that is subject to to me so um so we got that one uh all right uh be open to arguments we're on the next one just so you know be open to arguments don't submit to another view for the sake of likability, but also don't be unshakable and unwilling to change opinion or learn more about it. Um, and this this is almost piggybacks on the last one. Um, like if you're arguing about whatever, I guess the last one is more of on a personal level. If someone says, "Hey, I don't like this about you," uh, and you need to change, then or you need to say that to somebody else right uh that's more what the last one's about this one is on a similar note but uh in the context of like views of the world political views uh what you know what we know about facts or whatever and i say this because um (laughs) uh, i had like an epiphany um, after i got out of high school because i went to a very liberal high school And so I was taught, you know, all of liberal isms uh, is the best word I have for it. You know, like, uh, like, you know, Medicare for all, uh, free college for everybody. Um, it's bullshit. Capitalism is horseshit. Um, uh, 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 like save all the puppies in the world, save all the children in the world, uh. And, uh, this isn't, and, like, you know, uh, this isn't anything that, you know, none of those are, like, bad things, necessarily, right? But my opinion on them has altered because of other information I've gotten, you know, because that was my tried and true opinion, and as I've learned more over time, and, like, been open to st- Depping outside of my own, uh, you know, I guess the word is echo chamber, right? Echo chamber, if you don't know, is, uh, essentially a phrase, right? (laughs) Phrase that means, uh, you surround yourself with people who just agree with you. From what I understand it means, I never researched the definition, but that's what I understand it means, is that you have your opinion, and then you just surround yourself with people with the same opinion. So you get together and just go, I, I know, right? That's, I know. <laughs> and then you don't like learn anything or have your, uh, you know, view ever challenged because you're just around people that share the same view. So that's what high school was. And then, yeah, once I got out, <laughs> I intentionally sought out like, you know, uh, kind of, uh, people with differing opinions. I, I didn't just immediately argue. I kind of asked them about why, the, you know, why they had that opinion, what, what they learned from. Um, and my views have kind of shifted a lot over time. And that's just a good. I think it's a balanced way to to live your life. Um, I think it's probably easier to make friends um, and maybe make connections. If you just have one opinion and you just, you know, choose a side and then now now you're on that side, uh, but I think it's better to be a more balanced, uh, intelligent human to seek all sides and then make up your own mind. You know, um, and, uh, Jim Rohn is a like motivational speaker, financial uh, advising kind of guy, and he says uh, in regards to just all just everything in life don't be a follower be a student like don't just blindly like someone says this is what you got to do like even me talking right now like i'm saying that this is my life advice i think this is what people should do but you know take it into consideration hear something from somebody else and then make your own choice on how you want to live your life you know um and that's the best way to go about it in my opinion but (laughs) it's kind of like a uh like a oxymoron of a statement it's like like my advice is to not take my advice find out other people's advice and then make your own life advice that's my advice (laughs) um uh and this oh and this is a piggybacking on that last one as well uh no matter how much you know you don't know everything um depending on what kind of like career you have you you might get close to a point where you know everything about your career Uh, well even then I don't think so I'm I'm working through this right now like let's say you're uh uh, you know Ah, I'm having trouble thinking of a good example it was like a Boeing engineer, right? Like, you can know everything, like, every model of, like, plane that you build, uh, every uh, part and piece that goes into the planes, um, every, uh, yeah, uh, you know, assembly, how everything works, but you, you may even know how to fly the plane, but you might not know, like, how the, uh, like, where the, material for the parts are mined from right like i when i say everything i mean everything like when you think about like if you look at a house right and you think about all the bits and pieces and sources and uh different locations and areas and uh people that were i probably already said people <laughs> but that were involved in building the house no uh It's nearly impossible for someone to do everything from start to finish. I know plenty of people who have built their own house. You know, they'll do the electrical, they'll do the plumbing, they'll do the drywall, they'll do the paint, they'll do the framing. Uh, But what I mean is that they didn't cut down their own trees, you know, process the trees into two by fours, um, you know, go out, collect whatever material you need to make Uh, a concrete mixture to pour a concrete foundation, mine fucking copper ore (laughs) to process into strands of wire, you know what I mean, like that, no one, no one on earth knows how to do all of those things uh, equally, so no matter how much you do know, uh, whether it's your career or it's about life, relationships, you don't know everything. Um, and that's just something to keep in mind, uh, cause I think that'll, you know, gives you a sense of humility and gives you the, uh, uh ability to learn when necessary. Um, uh uh, 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 next one, switching gears entirely is staying physically fit is the most beneficial thing a person can do for themselves now people may feel attacked <laughs> people might feel uh, possibly triggered uh, this is again this is just my opinion I think that to function the best as a person to feel the best to operate the best to uh, allow the uh, you know the uh, uh the wide expanses of experiences of life into your life um and to always have the option to do nearly anything that there is to do in this world while you're here i think that being physically fit is uh, of utmost importance um you know whether whether or not you care about like uh, if other people think you're attractive or whatever like there it's inarguable that a skinny person who's athletic and in good shape can do more things than a obese person um and that's not to say like if you have like a little thickness on you right and nothing wrong with a little thickness but like if you're exceeding, you know, if you're uh, medically obese, overweight, then, um, yeah, it's not it's not good for you, man. It's not good for your health. It's not good for your body. You'll live less time than most people. Uh, you can't, you know, you, you, you don't want to, uh, it just limits you on nearly anything. Like, I could think of a thousand examples of this, you know, makes it worse. Like, even going on a plane, if you're overweight, being on a plane and overweight is worse than being on a plane and not you know but what's even but what's way worse is being next to someone on a plane who's overweight and not being overweight that that shit sucks and now you're affecting other people with your with your body choices it's just best to you know be good to yourself be good to your body have have respect for your body that's really what it is you know Like, like if you're not uh like keeping in shape like you don't have to be ripped I'm not ripped like I got you know I weigh like 150 pounds I'm like five seven, right um so I'm like kind of skinny-ish uh with a little bit of muscle here and there you know like I'm in okay shape I'm not like of peak athletic performance um but it's like it should be like the minimum and it's yeah it's just disrespectful to yourself I believe if you just don't care enough about your own body like it your body is you I mean you're in your head you're in your brain you're having your thoughts you are your personality but all of that comes through and none of that's possible without your body uh you could just be a little brain sitting in a back to a tank or whatever and you can have your opinions, but it doesn't matter because you're not walking around affecting other people. <laughs> so, I don't know. Where, I don't know where that went, but but yeah. It's, regardless, staying in staying in good shape is good for you. I don't think anyone will argue that. And say, well, Anthony, what about the my thyroid issues? And, and well, I mean that stinks. You probably got to work harder, but uh, you know, you should work harder at it. Um, okay, let's see, um, we'll probably do an early episode today, because I don't want to do too many of these, it's just gonna get, you know, kind of long-winded, and, uh, you know, hopefully I I leave you guys with stuff to think about, and you can remember the points that we talked about, so I don't want to do, like, 30 points, so I'll just probably do one more here, um, and... We'll call it good for the day. Um, Okay. Here's one that I wrote to myself, but I think it can apply to other people. Um, Is that I don't have to view someone as lesser in order to have pride about who I am. And that's been something... That's probably... You know, uh, again, I think a lot of people don't have very much problems with themselves. I think they uh, maybe even have too much pride in who they are (laughs) at times. Um, But when I was at a phase in my life, uh, as I am similarly now, where I was making improvements in myself, feeling better about myself after long stints of really having self-esteem issues and uh, not liking a lot of things about myself. Uh, Once I started to improve and start liking things about myself, I would be like, uh, you know, essentially look at someone else and be like, oh, yeah, like I know I'm good because I'm better than them, you know, and that's really not a good uh, place to be in, you know, like it does boost the, the ego quite a bit, but... Um, we should be able to just be proud of who we are without saying, well, I'm proud of who I am because I'm better than someone else, you know? Um, even though, uh, arguably, maybe even objectively, <laughs> that may or may not be true as far as, you know, depending on what you consider as better than, right? Uh, to, uh eye of the beholder, all that horseshit. Um, but they... Uh, 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 but you should still just, uh, see them, be like, uh, you know, wish them, if you feel like you're better than them, wish them, uh, similar improvements, uh, to become better than they are now, but otherwise just kind of, uh, li- leave it be, just learn to have pride in who you are and what you are without having to make someone else feel lesser, um, uh, so I think that's it for the day. Uh, yeah, uh, if you have questions or comments or you want to answer my question about the uh, club lady situation, uh, go ahead email the show at fishlakefromhell at gmail.com. That's F-I-S-H-L-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-H-E-L-L at gmail.com and i'll see you guys uh in a little bit thank you for listening we'll check you later